This episode is supported by Jace Medical. You may or may not know that in December, drug shortages across the U.S. hit a record high. This is causing severe disruptions in medical treatments, resulting in delays, treatment cancellations, and the unfortunate rationing of vital medications. I know that I have heard in the last few months from multiple mom friends of mine, instances where they have not been able to get medications for themselves or for their children in critical crisis moments. This is so, so scary. I know I've had friends with their kids having seasonal flu cold symptoms, struggling to breathe, and they're at urgent care and unable to get the antibiotics that they need because of these shortages. This is scary stuff. Most notably, one of the short supply antibiotics is amoxicillin, which is commonly used for so many of our children's illnesses. So here's where Jace Medical comes in. They have the Jace case, which is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that are used for the most common common and deadly bacterial infections. And you can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your or your children's family's unique needs, like an EpiPen, for example, something that you would never want to be without, would never want to have to run from pharmacy to pharmacy in pursuit of. So if you want to go get these medications and have your antibiotics on supply so that you always have them when you need them in case of an emergency, in case of a disaster, in case of being a, you know, a victim of this drug shortage, Jace Medical will have you covered. All you need to do is go to jacemedical.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code SHAMELESS at jacemedical, J-A-S-E medical.com, jacemedical.com, code SHAMELESS. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. And I have to tell you, I'm super excited about doing this episode. This is our episode zero, which means I get to talk about why I'm doing this and why I've launched the Selfish Mom Academy, why this podcast exists, how it came to be, and why this is such a huge passion of mine. I have to tell you, I've been sitting on this for months and it's been just such a dream to think through what I want this to be like, how I want this to roll out, and really what I want this to mean for my life, but more importantly, what I want this to mean for all the moms that I get to participate in this little community with. It's going to be really amazing and I'm looking forward to every step of it. And I have to say, selfishly, when I started envisioning this, I was like, oh, this is my place to just be a mom and be really open about what that experience has been like for me because it's been so different than what I expected. So I'm really excited to share a lot of that with you. And I'm also really excited to hear your experiences because I know I'm a pretty open book and I know the more things I share with people about motherhood, the more people are like, yes, yes, that is what it's like. Like sometimes it's, it's gross and disgusting and sometimes it's amazing and you don't know when it's going to be either of those things. And I feel like until I started sharing my ups and downs, I didn't always have a full understanding of other people's ups and downs. And I didn't have a full understanding of so many of the things that all moms experience all the time. I just think there's a lot that goes unsaid. And I want to start talking about that stuff. I want to talk about how moms live. I want to talk about how we integrate ourselves into our lives or how we don't integrate ourselves into our lives and how we put ourselves on the back burner and how we can solve that. Because I don't want moms putting themselves on the back burner anymore. So... I'm going to take you back a few years. If you don't know this about me already, I am a personal trainer. I have a fitness business. I'm in Seattle and I own a gym here. I own a gym called Sync Fitness. I have owned Sync Fitness since 2003. Only in the last six years or so has it become its own entity where I have my own facility and space to run it. But I've been running Sync Fitness since 2003. So I've been working with women 
in fitness for many years now, which has been a really cool thing. Before that, I worked in a psychiatric hospital with kids. So what's interesting about that is when I worked in the psychiatric hospital with kids, it was a really, really cool, just super life-changing experience for me, but it also made me want to get my tubes tied. And I'm being 100% honest. When I was in my early 20s or mid-20s, I literally said to people, I think I should get my tubes tied. I don't want to have kids because I was so freaked out by the things that I saw so routinely at the psychiatric hospital and just the things that can happen to kids and the horrendous situations that kids can be in and how that impacts them for the rest of their lives and how hard it can be to repair those things. And so, you know, I was in this little tiny microcosm, but it really, really freaked me out. So when I left that career, it took me some time to recover. And I left that career. I went back to school to become a personal trainer, which was a huge passion project at the time, much like this passion project of launching a podcast. But my thought was, I'm going to go back to school and become a personal trainer because even if that doesn't turn into a lucrative career, because I really wasn't sure how I was going to make it a career, I know that I'm super interested in fitness on a personal level. Now, when you guys hear me say that, you might think, oh, she's probably like one of those rock stars who just loves to work out all the time. Oh no, oh no, not at all. I actually was a total macaroni and cheese kid. I grew up overweight. I had major self-image issues. I still struggle with self-image. I actually talk about that pretty openly. Self-image has been a big deal for me and transformation has been a big deal for me. Weight issues have been a big deal for me. I've gone through multiple transformations in my life. I've had multiple iterations of losing weight and trying to make myself shrink, which is something I'm going to talk about on this podcast because I want women to stop wanting to shrink. I want us to grow and own our space and fill up the space and be powerful in our space. So as a personal trainer, I worked with mostly women since 2003, and that's really impacted my place in the world. It's been a really, really amazing experience to be surrounded by women who want to get stronger and who want to really take charge of their life in different capacities. So that's been so cool. And I'm excited to share a lot of things from that with you. I'm definitely going to be talking about some fitness related things, but this is definitely not a fitness podcast. Some of you know me from the fitness industry, and this is definitely a little bit of a pivot from that. I love the fitness industry. And I think, you know, I credit everything that I've done in fitness to being so life-changing and life-shaping for me. But this is definitely not a fitness venture that we're starting here with the Selfish Mom Academy. So I will be giving you lots of tips and tricks related to fitness and nutrition as it pertains to just leading an awesome, empowering life. But I'm not necessarily here to tell you how to get a six pack because to be honest, I don't really care about people having six packs anymore. For so much of my career in fitness, I wanted to teach people tricks to lose 10 pounds in 10 days and how to get six pack abs and how to work your inner thighs and all those things. And I'm just not about that anymore. Like if you have back fat, awesome. If you have belly rolls, super cool. If your legs, thighs rub together, so do mine. So I'm just not into shrinking and like cultivating this rock hard body anymore. I'm really into like growing and cultivating an amazing life. And I'm really excited for that to be the biggest part of this journey that we share together on the Selfish Mom Academy. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. 
I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory, two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And now we're back with a whole new podcast about unsticking it, launching in January. What happens when life gets in the way of our creativity instead of nourishing it? We talk to all sorts of guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. So join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Get out of there, life gunk. Let us help you get back to your best creative self. Look for Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Wherever you listen to podcasts starting in January, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Because sometimes life sucks. Unsticking it. So when I was in the fitness industry, I was about, I think it was like 2008, 2009, my husband and I started talking about wanting to have kids and we put it off for a little while after we started talking about it because we were both pretty scared. And when 2010 or so rolled around, we were like, okay, let's do this. And we decided to start trying to get pregnant. And I was equally excited and terrified. And I do fully think that like anything that excites you and makes you scared in equal parts are the things that you have to do. So we both knew that we were terrified to become parents, but we also thought this is something that we don't want to live without. So let's go ahead and do this. I, at the time was in my late thirties, my husband in his mid forties. And so we were like, you know, we're not getting any younger. Let's go ahead and get started on this. We did not know at that time that we would be on a long road of infertility. So we tried to get pregnant naturally for a year. Nothing happened. And then we spent a whole second year having diagnosed the issues that created infertility for us, then figuring out how we were going to work around that. And so we had another year of trying to get pregnant using different unconventional methods, I guess, which now are somewhat conventional because so many people, thank God there is this fertility industry. And I kind of laugh because like fertility is big business. In many ways, it's kind of disgusting, but I'm also so grateful that fertility is big business because it's the only way that I have a child. So I'll talk more about that definitely down the road. I'm excited to talk about our infertility journey because infertility is a really interesting thing. It is nothing like I expected and the industry of it, I'm mostly speaking to, but it's been an interesting journey and we have laughed. I have laughed a lot along that road. So yes, of course there was tears and there was a lot of emotion, but there was some good funny stories in there that I'll make sure I share with you. So during that two years of trying to get pregnant, I was building a business online. So I had my local business, which was doing great. And I kept up with that. In addition, I was building this business online. And some of you know me from that business called Fit Healthy Moms. So I was building Fit Healthy Moms. And my motivation behind building Fit Healthy Moms was that I wanted to be able to have a baby and stay home with my baby and run my business from home. 
So I thought, okay, I'm going to keep the gym thing going and I'll have a group of people helping me with that once I get pregnant and a baby comes. And then I'm going to have this online business and I'll be able to work from home and raise my child and run my online business. And it sounded like, doesn't that just sound perfect? And so this was my plan. So the huge blessing in our two years of infertility was that it gave me this window to really build something that I wanted to enjoy and be a part of. And so I built a whole business and I got it up and got it running online had it all monetized and things were going well. I got pregnant, which was super, super exciting. And I was like, here we go. Like I'm going to live my dream of being a stay at home, work from home mom with this sweet little baby. Who's just going to like sit in the background and smile at me while I'm working. Cause that's how it works. Right? So I get pregnant in January of 2012. I have our son Vinny in September of 2012. I'll talk about that too, because my birth experience was a little unique. So I'll talk about that down the road at some point. So we have our baby and I'm like, here we go. Like work from home, mom, stay at home, mom. I've got it all. I have two businesses. This is going to be amazing. And it was probably like three days maybe before reality struck. And I couldn't return an email to save my life. I could barely run the gym. I had to move my gym location when I was 38 weeks pregnant. So literally the day that I finished getting the gym completely put together, I spent three days laying down flooring while I was 38 weeks pregnant. The day that I finished all that, I thought, okay, I have a week of no commitments. And so I have a week before this baby comes and I'm just going to chill out. My water broke that night and I was so upset at 4.30 in the morning on a Friday night, my water broke. I got up and did my taxes because I thought, I don't know when I'm going to be able to do this once this baby comes. So I got up and did taxes while my water was leaking. I was squeezing my legs together thinking like, just please don't come. Please, baby, don't come. But knowing full well, that like once your water breaks, you're a ticking time bomb. So I have this baby and like my professional world was shattered. Being home with a baby was nothing I expected it to be. So I had a lot of feeding issues. Again, something I'll talk about later on. Nursing was by far the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. I had multiple infections. I ended up in the hospital at one point. It was just a grueling, grueling experience. On top of that, I had a really intense baby. My child, he's three now, and he knows exactly what he wants every minute of the day. And he knew the day he was born exactly what he wanted every minute of the day. So this was not a baby that was just going to like sit in a little bouncy seat and smile at me while I was doing blog posts. This was a baby who needed my attention. And because of my nursing issues, I really had to be like super committed to feeding my baby. And I was feeding him and pumping every hour for months. This went on and I couldn't work. There was so little I could do because I was really fighting to just keep my child fed. And he was falling off the weight charts. He was basically a borderline failure to thrive diagnosis with him. We had to do weekly weight checks. It was just ridiculously stressful. And I realized motherhood is really, really hard. And I missed being in control. I missed being around my people at the gym. I missed adult communication. Like by the time my husband got home at night from work, I did not want to talk to him. I would have loved to have had someone to talk to during the day, but I had nothing left to give by the time he came home in the evening. So over time, I knew that I wanted to reintegrate into fitness, but with a perspective that's a little bit different. So I'm still running my gym locally. That's been amazing. I have a lot of people who do many things for me at the gym. So I sit at home and run the gym. 
I put my child in childcare. So we had a nanny for about a year and a half. And I definitely want to do an episode on this because we had a nanny for about a year and a half. She worked part-time. She was amazing. We still are close with her and we really love her. And my son adores her. And that was a great move. But I have to say, getting my kid out of the house into childcare outside of the house was a big move for me. And it was really so transitional and so significant to me feeling like a mom and a business owner who could really thrive in both aspects of my life. So from there is when I really start, once I got my son in childcare, I was like, I've really missed the entrepreneurial side of myself. I've really missed focusing on building my life in multiple ways because I was really focused on building motherhood before that and just really trying to like be an awesome, amazing mom, which I constantly felt like I was failing at. I mean, I feel like I'm a good mom. Don't get me wrong. But it's just so hard. Like you can never feel like you're rocking it all the time. So I knew that I wanted to get back into serving moms on a bigger platform than just my local gym. But I also knew that I wanted to do it a little bit differently than I had done it before with Fit Healthy Moms. And that's where the Selfish Mom Academy was born. I decided that I wanted to provide a place where women can stop shrinking and start to own their lives and take up space and be bigger and better and more powerful and a place where it's okay to have interests and passions outside of mothering. So yes, mothering is probably your most primary role in life if you're listening to this podcast, but that doesn't mean that it needs to take away from other things in your life or that you need to put everything else on the back burner. And those interests and passions that you have that you want to follow, those don't have to take away from mothering. Those things can actually add to your role as a parent. And I think that's really, really essential. I know that for every time I get on this podcast and record something that I can share with other people to use to help other people, I'm actually becoming a better mom for doing that. So I'm not taking away from my role as a parent by having this job or having this passion project on the side. Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you like this show, there's a decent chance you'll also enjoy the Shameless Mom Academy. Hi, I'm Sarah Dean, the founder and host of the Shameless Mom Academy. The Shameless Mom Academy is a podcast for moms that centers moms more than it centers your kids. I'm not going to teach you how to make baby food or how to make your three-year-old or 13-year-old stop having tantrums. Instead, I'm going to bring you back to yourself. For the last 20 years, I've been helping moms through growth and transformation. Inside the Shameless Mom Academy, I help you identify who you are and who you are becoming. Look, motherhood is hard. It brought me to my knees many times and sometimes still does. Returning to who I am and who I am becoming allows me to decide how to show up in all those sticky motherhood moments, but also in all my other relationships and in all the ways I show up in my various communities. 
So come check out the Shameless Mom Academy wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm willing to bet you'll leave feeling a little inspired and maybe even completely fired up. And you'll probably laugh a few times because I promise we never take ourselves too seriously over here. With 700 episodes to choose from, you're likely going to find something that sparks and speaks to you inside the Shameless Mom Academy. So I wanted to develop tools and systems for moms to be successful in every area of their life because I've noticed for me, having tools and systems has been essential because once you have a child or multiple children, everything's really thrown upside. It's like you put it in a blender, you shook it around, you threw it up and like, where does it all land and how do you put it back together again? And where do you find yourself in all of that? So over time, over the last three years, I've developed tools and systems to run different areas of my life and have them be successful and have them feel manageable. I'm pretty type A and I'm definitely a little bit of a nervous personality. Like I definitely struggle with anxiety. Things keep me up at night for sure. And sometimes it's like the super random things like making a grocery list in my head at 3 a.m. and I will be awake for hours. It's not even the stressful things. So I wanted to develop systems and tools for moms so that you can have things that impact all areas of your life positively. So anything from your morning routine to your workouts, to your family meal planning, to how to operate a business, whether you're doing that from home or you're going into a corporate job every day, or you're working a job that you want to get out of or transition into something that you feel more passionate about, any of those scenarios, I want to help you with that and support you with that. And also teach you how I've done it and how other moms have done it as well. So we'll also have other moms on here sharing their stories. I wanted to start a podcast for moms who were ready to stand apart from their families a little bit in order to build out their legacy. My legacy is really important to me. And the more my son grows, the more significant that becomes. I want moms to be a little bit selfish for the greater good, because when you are a little bit selfish, you can serve others better and you can serve the world better, which builds a bigger legacy. You are modeling to your child the place you want to serve in the world and they're going to go out and replicate that in their own way. They're going to look back and say like, wow, this is what my mom did. And I'm going to do things one, two, and three because I saw what my mom did. And so that's really significant to me. I also want to help moms work toward reaching dreams every day by living a life of passion and a life of action. It's great to be passionate, but you still have to take those action steps. And let's not be ashamed of being a little bit selfish along the way. Sometimes those action steps require some selfish moves. And I think that's really important. So what you can expect from the Selfish Mom Academy, you can expect us to give you tools to be more efficient and effective in your daily life, from your self-care to working on parenting to cooking better meals, anything in between. You can expect tips on how to build the life that you want without sacrificing your dreams or sacrificing your family or your family goals. You can expect lots of mindset shifts. I'm big on mindset. So mindset shifts on how to take care of yourself so that you can build a legacy that you love, that your family will always be proud of, and that you feel really good about. I'm also going to make sure that you get lots of coaching tips on how to build a bigger life. I've actually had mentors and coaches for years now. I spend thousands and thousands of dollars a year because I want other people to help me on my journey. And I'm definitely going to be giving you a lot of that information, things that I've learned over the years that have really helped me shape my place in the world, define my message that I want to convey and help me learn how to live a life that I really love versus feeling kind of stuck because it's easy to feel stuck when I'm at home in the middle of like, meals that need to be cooked, laundry that needs to be done, two businesses that need to be run. 
and you generally like someone in the household is sick and the dog is pooping on the carpet because for whatever reason, since we had a kid, the dog poops on the carpet all the time. So there's all these chaos things going around the house and I need someone to help me prioritize what to do. So that's why I have mentors and coaches and I want to be that person for you. I want to be your mentor and your coach and the person who can assist you through the times in your life when you need a little bit of support and a little bit of handholding. And then lastly, I'm going to have interviews with moms who have struggled and then found success in all areas of their life by becoming a little more selfish. So I hope you are ready for this ride because I know it's going to be amazing and I can't tell you how enthusiastic I am about this. I'm trying to slow down my talk as I'm talking right now because I'm a fast talker. And when I get excited, I will talk super fast. So I just want you to know that I'm really looking forward to this journey. I can't wait for you to come with me. And I want to know what you want. So as we're going through this, please let me know what you want. Send me questions. Send me topics of what you want us to be talking about and what kind of interviews that you want and what amazing women and moms you want to hear from because your input is going to be really crucial to me. It's going to be a lot of how I form this show. So I can't wait to hear from you. You can always check us out and send questions to theselfishmomacademy.com. And until our next episode, know that I'm dying to start working with you. And I can't wait for us to get a little bit more selfish together. Real truth alert, pregnancy, birth, and having a baby isn't all sunshine and rainbows. I wish it were. But the reality is that many people struggle and suffer through this time without the right help or even knowing what they're dealing with. I'm perinatal psychologist, Dr. Katayun Kayani, also known as Dr. Kat. My podcast, Mom in Mind, aims to shine a light on the difficult reality that so many hopeful and new parents experience and raise the volume on how we can better support mental health, which is a big part of our overall health. Episodes include personal stories from people who have healed through things like pregnancy and postpartum anxiety, depression, PTSD, and so much more. I also talk with specialists and experts who explain and educate on these conditions. All of this to support parents to know that they are not alone, that healing is possible, and there are resources that can help you today. Listen into Mom and Mind and walk with me through the world of perinatal mental health.